everybody, coming up on the Matt Townsend Show, you may be happily married right now, right? But we all spend a part of our lives living alone. It could be after the death of a spouse. It could be after a divorce. And we all have that single life, you know, that time before we're paired off with our partner. So how to make the most of life when we're left living alone? We're talking about it up next after the news. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. A renewed ban on assault weapons and large ammo clips has been removed from the Senate's gun control bill. Senator Dianne Feinstein, who authored the ban, which was supported by President Obama, says she is disappointed. Seven U.S. Marines have died and seven more were injured at a Nevada military depot after a munitions explosion. Army officials say the cause of the blast is still being investigated. The National Park Service has announced they will be reopening the Statue of Liberty on July 4th. The statue has been closed since significant damage was incurred during Hurricane Sandy last year. A new bill in Texas could require all suspects charged with crimes punishable with the death penalty to undergo DNA testing as part of an effort to reduce the chances of an innocent person being put to death. FBI officials say they know who pulled off one of the biggest art heists in history. Two men who have not been publicly identified made off with $500 million worth of fine art from a Boston museum in 1990. In world news, accusations are flying in Syria about whether the regime or opposition forces used a chemical weapon. One Reuters source described a hospital filled with women and children struggling to breathe. President Obama has previously said chemical weapons would be a red line. Scientists are making progress bringing extinct animals back to life. While techniques so far have not been incredibly successful, Australian scientists attempting to bring back a frog were able to get it to embryo levels. Malala Yousafzai is back in school for the first time today since a Taliban assassin shot her in the head last October. She was targeted for being an outspoken supporter of women's education in Pakistan. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, sporting an incredible tan. I just went to Hawaii. And I got home, and everyone just looks at me and they says, they says, they say, whoa, you look so warm and tan. Sunburned. Do I look sunburned? That's... That's the inflammation from damaged skin cells. You look so swollen. Your face, your eyes are swollen shut. They're just bitter. <laughs> They're bitter. They're angry people that don't like somebody that is sun-kissed. That's what I am. I'm sun-kissed. So welcome to the program. This is going to be a great show for you today. Uh, we're, we're talking about something that my team here has a great love for, uh, living single. And <laughs> Skyboy, why did you just smirk? I, I I don't know. I just that's the first time I heard the topic of the show. And oh, is that it? That's it. And you know, we, we talk I am about the show in now. our show meetings all the time. I don't go to those. Remember? Okay, but I'm just saying, if you want to ever know the topic before we do it, you can just, always come in come the in. show meeting. I kind of like the element of surprise. You know, so do I. But they make me be in the meeting. <laughs> I don't know. Like, apparently, I need to know these things. But we're talking about living single, and it's you know, it's not an easy thing. But I do. I'm going to pay tribute to somebody really cool. Um, so. While I was on my trip, I had a great aunt 
is that uh, a, not a great aunt, an aunt pass away and she she died she was a wonderful woman but was had lived her entire life single 81 years of age she died as a single woman had never married however this is what was really powerful uh, at her when she was dying in the hospital um, her name's Marjean, by the way, and she was always there for everybody. But when she was dying in the hospital, 28 people showed up in the emergency room to be with her on her last, literally, moment, in her last moment. Now, a single woman, 28 people showed up, kids that called her grandma, aunts, everybody was there. So many people were in this room that the emergency room facilities in Tooele, Utah, uh, couldn't believe uh, they, they had never seen so many people there for the final moment of somebody. And then it dawned on me, and she's a single woman. But at the funeral, everything we were talking about is how amazing it is that you can be – you cannot be a mom. You cannot have your own kids, but you can still – serve this incredible purpose in the lives of all these people. And these weren't just her kids and nephews and nieces and family members. I mean, there were people, too, from the community she impacted, people that she's just gone to ball games that were on teams that she's watched. So today we want to talk about the power of your own life, the power of, of being a single and creating a better, healthier life for you. Whether you're going to get married, whether you want to be married, whether you're choosing not to be, uh, we want to talk about the single life and how you make it a healthier place for you, how you make sure that uh, you don't just play video games like I'm sure as I just think of Bryce being single up in Mars um, <laughs> because he's volunteered to go to Mars. They're sending people up there to be alone. Someone recently said, hey, who wants to die on Mars? Hey, I do. And you're like, I do. I'm all over that. So you'd go there and you'd go be single. But we're trying to give you some tools, Bryce, before you go for what you can do on Mars to have a better life. Okay. Okay. I'm all for it. And it involves, I guess, people? Is it? I mean, how are you going to – oh, that's sad. Mars won't involve people. That's the point. No, we'll (laughs) we'll phone it in. Oh, Okay. 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 You, by the way, I'm pretty sure you can get my show on Mars. Yeah, you know, I can. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> it sounded like you wouldn't. Well, I actually, mean... technically, you have the Sirius XM satellites. Yeah. It would take a bit of work, and it might be frustrating to the customers, but if you turn the satellites around and yeah. point them out into outer space, you could take an XM receiver with you You'll have email. I'll just email them to you. Just Yeah, just email them. Podcast. Well, we don't do that, but... Oh, yes, we do. Getting on it. Go to iTunes, The Matt Townsend Show. You can see it right there. Oh, it is right there? Listen to it, actually. Okay. There's not much to see. Uh, (laughs) The visual aspect is very limited. It actually sounds like Rob's going to have to go with you to redirect the satellites. No, I'll pass. The Death Valley of Mars only gets up to 70 degrees. That's not good. Well, that sounds a lot like Maui. Oh, sorry. Did I bring that up again? I'm sorry. It's the tan. The tan's ruining me. So on the show today, we're talking about creating a healthier single life. We also um, are going to – we have to talk about this because um, we are going to talk about how much sun is too much. Because do you guys think I got too much or – is it bad when you wash your face and all this skin falls off? Well, it is disgusting, but – Yeah, that was pretty bad. But I don't don't think it's bad. I've seen worse. I've had worse. Wow. So is that a compliment? I guess – yeah. When you think about it, it when you feel. size them up, yeah, the important thing is it's not orange. It's not orange. You know, it's a legitimate sunburn slash tan, and not uh, and, and a cream you got in a bottle. If it was appropriate, I'd take my shirt off and let you see the handprint on my belly. Yeah, we'll uh, pass on that. 
where I just had, I just. You fell asleep on the beach. It's a fine. Yeah. It happens. Well, and I had some uh, some SPF. What's it called? Some um, I hardly used any. Uh, I had some <laughs> SPF five. I, That'll SPF work. like fifty, and I put my hand on my belly, and I have a big handprint on my body. It'll, just so you know, that'll be there for the next fifteen years. I know. So it's almost like a tattoo. Get used to it, <laughs> but it's not. It's just a big hamper. <laughs> it looks like somebody slapped me really hard. Uh, anyway, so that's something for your visual imaging out there. Um, let's now go to this fun thing we like to call the human headlines. Real news that affects real people. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Human headlines. So on the show, we like to look the good, the bad, the ugly of the human race. Now, remember, we're here to give you some ideas, some tools. But on today's show, we're talking about living long and living single. And who better to bring up that topic than Jessica Black? What you got for us, Jess? <laughs> I don't – not single anymore, Matt. Like, oh. are, you, are you saying she's going to be single forever or are you well, saying no. she's, she's going to, like, live presently, forever? Well, uh, she will live forever, but she's presently single. All right. So – Apparently, there's a story about living longer. Right, there is. Um, okay, so your aunt. Yes. I'm sorry to hear she passed. Thank you. She's 81, though. 81, that's pretty good. Is it? Okay, do we. Her what, mother is lived to 93. That's. I know, I'm probably going to live in the 90s. I want to live to 93. But. I, I just. 60. That's fine. I'd be 60. good. 60. That'd be great. We're getting picky. Okay. 60 <laughs> is the prime of your life. Great time to. to you that's know, when you start figuring off. it out. Yeah, but then what am I going to figure out after that? That's when you get the discount, the senior discount. (laughs) That's true. You're right there. Even though you've had plenty of time to get plenty of money, we're giving you a discount? Yeah. Discount? That's when life starts. The the karma of life catches up. All kinds of great things happen when you show up and pull up. Open your wallet, and you not only have AAA, you have AARP. There's a lot of A's uh, when you're over 60. RV club member. You have all kinds of things. Ben Gay. (laughs) All the... The stuff you rub on your body to make sure your muscles still joints still work. Hmm. You know, you oh, you're describing your the tone makes it sound like a good thing. It's a great thing. Um, the reality. The, interestingly, the closer you get to sixty, the the better idea. I mean, it looks a lot better. Yeah, I would believe. You that. know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm nowhere near that. So, um, especially yeah. if you were born in Sweden at, in the 1800s. Oh, is that, was that good 60 time? would look real good. Oh, really? Yeah. They, <laughs> they, yeah. Um, their life expectancy was 32 years. That's really <sighs> young. Holy That's too cow. bad. They just R- had a lot of babies. Rob, you'd be like five years away, wouldn't you? Oh, man. What would, you do if, what would you be thinking about? What should you do for your last five years? Got to move to a warmer climate. Get out of here. Skyboy just really rudely said I'd be dead. <laughs> I don't Jeez. like Skyboy. I used to miss him when I was gone, but I don't like him. You used to be so nice. Don't kid yourself, Matt. You love me. I do. <clears throat> so, so if you made it to 20, you were expected to live another 37 years, so you'd make it to 50. But really? you just had to get over that. You had to get to 20. Yeah. So Skyboy, that would be about you. Uh, 20? What? <laughs> you don't like the story, do you? <laughs> you are not he's, he's interested not in life because he wasn't in the meeting. He didn't even know we were having this discussion. Okay. Anyways, so, so that's interesting. So it was you die young is the key. So, yeah. but now we're living longer. Yeah. Um, okay. So for the United States, the average age is seventy nine. So really, she made it past the she average. Did. She that's did. good. And I feel like. I feel like our society. Okay, this is opinion, not yeah. news anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm all. This all seemed fairly. Opinionated. Sorry, 
this is this was research based. Yeah. Now I'm going into what I think. Yeah. Like Bryce brought up a really good point. We're all kind of like, eh, old. Oh man. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That goes should. for everything. But the older you get, you finally start getting life. You're like, you start getting how to get through life right. healthy. Right. You get it. So it's worth it. So they looked at what helps. What? Um, and they say that kind of Don't right say now, seawater, because I drank a lot of that body surfing, and it didn't help. No. They're saying that a lot of the... Okay, I'm just going to read this part. The biggest barriers to improving life expectancy in the U.S. Yeah. are societal issues. Oh. So we kind of are... What we talk about on this show. That's right. That's right. So, like, chronic stress is... Mm-hmm. Big problem, even because it's not the the point. The finger isn't always pointed to stress. Right. It's like your heart's failing and stuff. But that's, I mean, from well, stress. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just the chronic thing day to day, getting your kids here, doing this, getting everybody fed, talking to Skyboy, yeah. wondering if he's going to push the button every time I need the button pushed. That's true. Is that a hint? I don't know. I'm just you hoping that you um, get you ready for a button. <laughs> so turns right. out people need this <clears throat> chronic stress. That's why need we need this show. show a little bit more than they thought they did. So, <laughs> so if you want to live long, that's why you listen to the Matt Townsend show because we're here to help you live longer. Great, good stuff, Jess. Thanks. I'm glad I don't live, um, you know, in so, the 1600s. Another reason for your nice vacation you just took. Yes, yes. <laughs> How about you? Who's got? Well, I was just going to mention on that same topic: people living to their life expectancy. Yes. Let's say I think this gentleman's in his 50s, so he has life expectancy maybe another 25, 30 years to go, and he lives in the Fukushima evacuation zone where two years ago the tsunami. Yeah, they moved everyone the, out. Yeah. Well, he decided to stay. Why? Because the uh, police and scientists came by and said, well, the radiation could really mess you up in 20 or 30 years. <laughs> and he does the math. He goes, well, that's just about right. <laughs> so he stayed behind. He's gambling. Let's, well, let's, <laughs> let's point out it's not like at a certain point radiation just – you just drop. At a, yeah. it, deterioration is a real thing with radiation. Well, um, yeah. You'll start losing fingers in a couple of years. <laughs> If it's bad enough, organs will liquefy. Just, See, the, you know. So he's really just playing a little Russian roulette here. <laughs> Skyler said well, maybe superpowers. I doubt it. I don't he talks so. about, I was born and raised in this town, so when I die, it's going to be here in uh, Tomika. I'm, I'm fortunate my Japanese isn't very good. But there. isn't the town gone? Not still there. I mean, it's, it's, but it's deserted. The, the people are gone. And, and that's what's fascinating, too. What happens to a town when the, the people are gone, the pets get left behind, they turn feral and go move out in the... Oh, yeah. Woods. Well, interestingly, I guess he's got whichever house he wants. Pick your house. I think he's still living in his same house. Well, he's got all the houses. Like, they're all his. Yeah, you don't want to, like, get into someone else's house and have him come <laughs> back in 20 years <laughs> once you're comfy. I'd rename the town after myself. Can you imagine? Would you? And, yeah, and then get, like, a flag. What would you name it? Skylerville? Skyboytopia. Ooh. No, I wouldn't. Doesn't even that, work. That <laughs> yeah, doesn't even sound good. <laughs> Sky boot. Uh, this... Sky dystopia. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, oh, I, uh, I mean, uh, okay. Well, that's an interesting story. So he's uh, he's now going to live by himself for the rest of his life, probably radiated. Yeah, mm-hmm. living off solar panels and bottled water that people bring into him because he can't really drink the water. He right again there. needs to listen to the show because he's probably going to be bored, except for all the feral cats that are taking over. Uh, good. Anybody else got a news story that doesn't involve radiation? 
Matt, as a single person, um, I don't know if you know this, but single people are severely marginalized. What? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, like, throw out the word oppressed. That's a little dramatic. That's yeah. a little bit much. Like you're a second-class citizen? Yeah, definitely marginalized. That's as true. In, you go to a restaurant, they give you a booth. They don't Which give you a single discount. Sit on? I don't. I don't like the look they give me. We're like, oh, just you today? Yes, just me. Just, just me, me. Can I just eat? Can you just not judge me? Is Got that okay? Open party of one. I know. Yeah. Don't call it out. Just sit me down at a table that faces the wall, yeah. and I'll be happy. How about at a ski resort where they yell single, single? <laughs> Great, right? Single here. I know. <laughs> Get off my back. Thanks. <laughs> it's enough from you. Okay, so sorry to marginalize you. That's okay, whatever. Um, but you seem angry though. Uh, just bitter, bitter, bitter. Is a Comes better. across as angry. You really know is bitterness. Maybe that's just one of the single traits. And you know what? I like it. So you're. It's here to you stay. You know what? You're you're good. We care about you. Thank you, Matt. Just we need you married. Okay. Well. People make a big deal about how getting married is the best and most greatest thing that you could ever do for yourself. Not saying it isn't. It's great. But I will say that being single doesn't necessarily mean that there's a whole bunch of bad stuff waiting for you. Right. For example, there's a study that found that single people are more connected with family and friends. I totally believe that. Like my aunt. Right? Yeah. Lots of connections. You don't have your, you know. She was more connected to everybody than anyone was. Right? Because yeah. you got to go out and make those connections. Yeah, it's not exactly. like, eh, I'm married to you. I don't need to meet people. Right. Um, another one is that unmarried offspring help their parents more so uh, than those who are married, which I was talking with Rob the other day, and I he that. is planning on helping out his parents. I don't know. Do you want to? Oh, I don't know. We're working on a lot of stuff. No, the, uh, okay, my, both my brothers have girlfriends now. Uh-oh. And brother number two's... Uh, girlfriend has a dog oh, she boy. lives in an apartment so, so she got... needs a place for that dog <laughs> or she could just get rid of the dog who where is a yard where they could put the dog they need a dog in japan with that guy with all those feral cats ship him over there i'm just throwing out an idea that's why the name the show's named after me <laughs> anyway i just mentioned what i find interesting is who's putting all this investment into fixing up my parents yard for my brother's girlfriend's dog who is? It's not necessarily my brother and his girlfriend. It's you. And my poor old dad. <sighs> See, once again, falls on the shoulders of the marrieds. Well, and the singles. And the single guy that doesn't have a girlfriend yet. Well, the same thing. Whenever I go to my parents' place, they will have boxes from moving. And part of it is them being older and muscles not working and joints yeah. uh, aching. But I'm generally the one who gets there and like, hey, let's move all this junk out of this here. Stuff, can, we, totally. can we move this junk out of the living room? Yeah. All of the living room junk. Hey, can you're the skinny single guy. Right? You lift it. <laughs> my, my knees don't ache. Well, they will soon. Well, that's good to know, though. Uh, other stuff that they found with single people, uh, I found it interesting that a lot of women don't seem to benefit much from going from single to being not single. Yes. That was one of the interesting things. Like, economically, they don't benefit much. Yeah. Socially, eh, or so whatever. Much. Guys benefit, girls don't. So I don't know why girls decide to not be single. But they just probably don't like the guy. <laughs> it just doesn't improve their life much. That's what we found out. Well, that's good stuff. I mean, but okay, so are you more likely to be single or less likely? I'm going to, be to Mars, so it's out of the question. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you've got to serve the country. I have, I have Actually, to do my the, part the for galaxy. the human race. All right. 
Well, okay, let's fix this, you guys. Let's figure out then how do we how do we make our single lives better? Okay, so for anybody, if you're out there and you're living the single life, how do you take advantage of life? How do you make it better? How do you not just fall into a funk? How do you still make sure you're healthy, you're strong, when you don't have someone sitting there saying, do you really need another scoop of ice cream? How do you do that? That's what we're talking about on the Matt Townsend Show. Living a healthier single life right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. In a future disaster, it may sound perfectly normal to say, thank goodness the roaches have arrived. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. Why would anybody ever be glad to see roaches? When they're coming to rescue you, of course. Robot designers keep working away at miniaturizing robots that are energetic, tiny, and agile enough to get into tiny spaces, like under the rubble of an earthquake zone looking for survivors. But they have a way to go yet in miniaturizing a bot that can do everything an insect can do. To be fair, nature has had several million years head start on the robot guys which is what inspired the researchers at North Carolina State University to borrow from nature by seeing if they could electronically steer a Madagascar roach using remote signals. You create a cyborg roach by gluing on a tiny backpack with a battery and radio receiver. Using electrodes connected to the sensory organs, researchers found that they could stimulate the nerve that warns the roach of an impending shoe to get it moving. Then stimulating the hairs that sense if it's running into a wall, they could get it to turn right and left at will with precision. Just don't aim it at your sister's bedroom door. This is science. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Individuals suffering from fatigue, inability to lose weight, depression, anxiety, headaches, or poor circulation may have Hashimoto's, the number one cause of low thyroid. Red River Health and Wellness chiropractic physicians conduct extensive medical testing to determine the cause of these symptoms, providing a customized treatment plan for our patients. Red River Health and Wellness has two Utah locations in South Jordan and St. George and in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Learn more at LowThyroid101.com. Red River Health and Wellness. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We are today talking about singles and living a healthier single life. You know, eventually we're all going to be single, whether it's when somebody dies that's close to you or maybe you never want to marry or you never want to, um, I don't know, be with your kids anymore and you push them out and uh, out of the nest and they have to fly on their own. But uh, before that, you know, we sent some of our guys, Rob Sanders including, to go do some research on this. Now, this is what he's found. Tidiness, cleanliness, even the most well-trained husband will revert to his old ways if left alone for more than three days. You hear married guys talk about their man cave. You know, space they can control. It's just a way to relive their younger life when they had a bachelor pad. A bachelor pad is a place where bad habits go down. The kind of place where meals are served on paper plates with plastic utensils, paper cups, paper napkins. If you can even call it meals, since most of them are eaten over the sink. Bachelor pads have been warned about for thousands of years. 
Going back to the book of Genesis. Chapter 2, verse 18. Is it good for man to live alone? No. That's because if a guy lives alone too long, his kitchen starts to look more like a garage. Pile cabinet. Kitchen table looks like a workbench. They start storing power tools next to the fridge. And I'm not talking about a cordless drill. I'm talking about a drill press. For a table saw. The kitchen becomes the go-to place for winterizing the motorcycle. Because after the landlady gets mad at you for putting oil stains on the driveway, you realize it's just as easy to clean transmission fluid off of linoleum. A little bucket and sponge, maybe some soap. Now, in some high-end interior decorating magazines, you might have seen somebody putting a high-end luxury sports car in their living room. Or buying a replica of the grill to a 1960s Mustang and hanging it in their kitchen. These trendy adornments are not what I'm talking about. Picture Doc Brown's lab from Back to the Future. Picture the bachelor pad that Roger lives in from 101 Dalmatians. When left to his own devices, a house simply becomes a utilitarian space for a single guy. A place for him to accomplish his hobby, rather than any kind of aesthetic consideration that a person would consider a home. You don't think a grill on the... You don't think you would you actually would think that's aesthetically pleasing. I'm talking the really high end people, the people who have walls that are made of glass and they're yeah. the cutting edge of and yeah. so they'll cut half a mini and hang it on the wall in a little car. Why would so, someone do that? I don't know. It's a just, little mini. It's considered hip and trendy and I don't know. It's you know, it's this is an interesting idea because um I think our guest is gonna get some give us some pretty good insight on this. You would think that the longer we go single, the less able we might be to actually integrate with a, with another partner. Absolutely. I think. Are you seeing that in your world? Well, okay. What? Like paper plates, like using a napkin, like a, a paper towel instead of, I don't know, a I, napkin I, or a... Apartment complex I lived in, I signed a contract that says I wouldn't change the oil out in the parking lot. But you, you do it and you try to do it tidy. Yeah. And I had this brilliant idea what do I do with the container of oil? And I couldn't find a funnel to pour it in a milk jug, take it to get recycled, you know. And I thought, well, I don't have a hose outside, and i got to clean this container anyway. What's one place in the house that could work really well for cleaning out a container with four gallons of oil in it? With a portable, so it would have to be able to get out. Yeah, you know, a place that uh, you could splash and make a mess. Uh, a has tub, a, a shower. Drain. Yeah. Oh, so, no. So I poured four gallons of oil down the drain in the bathtub. And oh, even I my got halfway pouring and realized, okay, this is not That's like, such a good idea. It's unethical. It's immoral. Greenpeace would kill you. I haven't done it since. And I, and I poured a lot of soap down to try to well, yeah, that's make a like, difference. But I realized. <laughs> but see, these are thoughts that if you're left living alone for too long, yeah. start to sound like really good ideas. Yeah. Well, you know, you could go to prison, too, and that would actually teach you a lot, and you wouldn't be alone. I haven't done it since, and I think the statute of limitations has passed on it. So I was wondering why all the ducks in the pond next to the place were all gummed up. Um, singles, gosh, that's just you just came really clean on that one, Rob. It, uh, it's only four quarts. I said four gallons. Yeah, there's only four quarts. <laughs> That's hardly not that that makes it a whole lot better. You know what? It's it's interesting. I did have a client come into my office that uh, 
that's dating somebody that's been single for 20 – I mean held they're 45 years old. And he doesn't know how she says is her complaint. He doesn't – she has three kids and he doesn't know how to just give. Like he needs his time always and he needs his space and don't touch my games and don't let your kids touch my games. And um, so we're going to ask the good uh, doctor, Dr. Michael Broder, that's going to be joining us after this. You know, can you teach an old dog new tricks? How do you live a healthier single life? So if you want to go find a partner, you can go be better prepared. Instead of just living the full single life that, you know, Bryce Tobin always talks about it's going to happen on Mars. How do you live so that just in case somebody actually lands on Mars from another galaxy, that he could still have a chance of having a relationship? That's what we're talking about. Improving your single life right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Let Julie Hanks help you. Whether it's a parenting question, a mental health question, or about balancing your life, Julie wants to give you advice. Catch The Julie Hanks Show Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. Submit your questions for Julie by emailing julie at juliehanks.com or by calling in live to the show at 855-CHAT-BYU here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. The Senate will not attempt to renew the ban on assault weapons as part of a new gun control bill. The ban would have barred the sale of over 160 types of assault-style weapons. A tragic explosion at a Nevada military depot has left seven Marines dead and seven more wounded. Officials say investigations are still underway to discover what set the munitions off. The Statue of Liberty is reopening for the first time since it suffered significant damage during Hurricane Sandy. The National Park Service says the public will be welcomed back to Ellis Island on July 4th. A new bill in Texas could require all suspects charged with crimes punishable with the death penalty to undergo DNA testing as part of an effort to reduce the chances of an innocent person being put to death. FBI officials say they know who pulled off one of the biggest art heists in history. The two men, who have not been publicly identified, made off with $500 million worth of fine art from a Boston museum in 1990. In world news, accusations are flying in Syria about whether the regime or opposition forces used a chemical weapon. One Reuters source described a hospital filled with women and children struggling to breathe. President Obama has previously said chemical weapons would be a red line. Scientists are making progress in bringing extinct animals back to life. While techniques so far have not been incredibly successful, Australian scientists attempting to bring a frog back were able to get it to embryo stages. And Malala Yousafzai is back in school for the first time today since a Taliban assassin shot her last October. She was targeted for being an outspoken supporter of women's education in Pakistan. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Dr. Matt Townsend here talking to you today about... A healthy single life. We're going to try to see if we can't. 
you know, give some tools, some ideas, a leg up to all of you out there uh, going through the single life. Any of you, by the way, too, that might be married and contemplating going into the single life. Because, you know, um, single, we, we are who we are, right? So whether I'm married or I'm single, it's still me running my show. It's still me living my life. And it's not enough to just have a status of being single or married or divorced or widowed. In any regard, however I got there, um, I'm still who I am. And I either know how to be healthy as a single or I don't. And I either know how to be healthy as a married person or I don't. I, I see so many of my clients that that act as if being married would just – like I teach single classes. In fact, tonight I'm teaching a class. We'll have, I don't know, 40, 50 singles in a room. And so many of them just think, if I could just be married, I'd be so much happier. And I look at them and I'm like, no, you wouldn't because you're not happy right now. And so if we can't be happy as a single – Why would we expect being married would make it so much happier? That's what we're talking about. We're going to be bringing on our guest now. Michael Broder is a Ph.D. He is a psychologist, expert on cognitive behavioral therapy. He's also an executive coach, and he is the author of the book, The Art of Living Single and the Art of Staying Together. So, uh, Dr. Michael Broder, welcome to The Matt Townsend Show. Oh, it's great to be with you, Matt. Good to have you. I mean, this idea of single life, you know, it's, I don't know if you, you actually probably weren't able to hear the earlier part of the show, but one of the things that we talked about is there is kind of this weird um, stigma that even still exists, I think, for being a single at a certain age. Oh, yeah. And not only that, but there's also uh, a stigma about even enjoying your own company, which yeah. which is even... Uh, worse than that, you know. As you were talking, I was I was thinking of a story um, years ago. I used to be very active in the American Psychological Association, and I was a, I was a divisional president. Uh, and uh, I was at a conference where we were literally going fourteen hours a day. Oh wow! And at the end of this one particular day, I uh, you know a bunch of people were going out to dinner. And the last thing I needed was to be sitting at a table with a bunch of people yakking. Yeah, right? totally. I mean, I wanted a little solid, uh, you know, I just wanted some solitude. I wanted to read a, a magazine or something. And and uh, so I said, well, I'm, you know, uh, uh, sorry I can't join you. I've got other plans. Okay, no problem. Uh, so, of course, what, what are your plans? does the group come into, right? Yeah, yeah. The one I'm sitting in. <laughs> and they're looking at me, oh, uh, I thought you had other plans. And I said, uh, yeah, I really needed to kind of clear my head because I've been doing nothing but talking and being in meetings and everything all mm-hmm. day long. And and everybody looked at me very weird. Like, what's your deal? And, and exactly. And um, not only that, but a few minutes before they arrived, when I came into the restaurant, and I said, I want a table for one. I got this kind of, uh, oh. you sure you'll be by yourself, <laughs> sir? And uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm very sure I'll be by myself. Isn't that uh, true, though? But it's true. It's like, it's like you're a leper. And, 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 and let me just tell your audience uh, one thing. You know, when I wrote the Art, of, the Art of Living Single, which was my first book, and it was in, in the bookstores for 19 years. You can still get it on oh, uh, wow. Uh, on on Amazon, uh, in ebook format. Uh, but when I when I wrote that book, 
I really wrote it as the ultimate relationship book. And the reason was because when you can become comfortable with your own with your with your own company mm-hmm. with your own solitude and you don't need another person to make you whole and the key word there is need right desire is fine okay i've i very rarely i've met very few people who wouldn't rather be in a great relationship than no relationship at all but but the problem is for people who would rather be in an unworkable relationship than no relationship at all. And so when you can become comfortable with your own solitude, and that's job one, yeah. uh, you will never get, let yourself be in a bad relationship. Well, you, you, it's because you're independent, right? You, I don't have to be in the relationship because I am so needy. I'm doing it, I guess, because it's more beneficial to me. It's actually going to be additive to my life, not just to fill my voids. Well, and you're not going to give up that, uh, this beautiful thing called solitude yeah. for a relationship that is going to uh, you know, rob you of solitude. Uh, you know, the, the old, the old um, the, I, think it was, uh, uh, I think it was Henny Youngman, this old Henny Youngman joke about uh, what's the definition of boredom. It's uh, somebody who, of a bore, of a bore. The definition of a bore is someone who robs you of your solitude without providing you company. Okay? That's great. And, and, That's true, uh, though. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and worse, and just about uh, everyone that I've worked with in my practice who has been in a bad relationship, whether it would just be a kind of... Uh, uh, non-working, non-passionate one, or or in the other, you know, uh, escalated up a little bit mm-hmm. to ones that are that are actually uh, uh, abusive, uh, and you almost always find a person there uh, who would give, who who was just so desperate to get out of this state of single life that they that they uh, just uh, uh, jumped into, uh, you know, not Mr. Right, but Mr. Right Now or Ms. Right Now. Right. And, and, and that's, the, uh, uh, that's really the, the, uh, 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 the problem. Um, uh, and one of, the, one of the other things that's kind of amusing about when you were talking about speaking to, a, to groups of singles, mm-hmm. when, I, when I wrote the book and for a few years I was uh, going around the country, I giving uh, uh, lots of talks uh, to singles audiences. Uh, I, I did one with 1,200 people in New York City. Wow. Uh, and um, You should have charged to line them all up, get them all dating. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but the interesting thing was, you know, I opened it up for question and answer, and, and they're saying, well, the problem is there's no good ones. There's oh, nobody left out, you know, the yeah. people out there are losers. And here, here's a room. Here's a room with 1,200 single people, and I can assure you that I didn't wasn't I didn't think I was looking at a room of losers. Right. See, and, that's and them. Then, huh? And then they would get angry at me because I was I wore my wedding ring. I was married at the time. Yeah. You know, how could you possibly write a book on sing? I mean, how could you understand us? What do you know? Married? 
And the reason I can is because I'm in a very good second marriage. Uh, you learned a lot of the lessons uh, uh, that I wrote about in, in 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 the art of living single, so that I would avoid uh, having the kind of relationship that uh, would uh, go the way my first marriage went. Yeah. Hey, Michael, one of the things about this, too, is so part of the key is you're only going to be as healthy in a married relationship or, you know, a, a long term relationship as you are with yourself. If you if you can't be with yourself, if you can't find solitude in being alone, that's going to maybe create some problems for you when you're married. But not everyone marries. What Do you know what percentage of people actually do marry and who, uh, who don't marry? Do you know that? No, I, 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 I've heard statistics, but uh, uh, tell me... But it's uh, not, it's like, it's, it used to be 90% of the world would marry, and now uh-huh. it's down to about 80%. Okay. And it's shrinking. I think it'll get down, you know, down to 70, 70%. But um, it's an interesting thing because, you know, being single or being married, it's, uh, some of it is just, it's about being, like, like you were saying, you, you've got to be able to see the beauty in the people in the room. If you walk into a room of 1,200 singles and you can't see anybody worth dating, that's not their problem. That's your problem. Absolutely. And the other thing, too, the other, the other uh, uh, piece of that is you know, the, the, uh, the whole Groucho Marx syndrome, yeah. where I, I'd never uh, belong to a uh, club that would have me as a member. Uh, the... When you say, when you are single and you say that there are no good people left or that, uh, you know, that I want to go out and meet, meet a bunch of losers, what you're really doing is subtly putting yourself down. Right. Because uh, you're in that category. And, and, um, uh, the, and, and, and that is so needless because it, 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 it leads to, um, it leads to depression, it leads to avoidance, and uh, possibly even worse, it leads to uh, terrible relationships. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're right. On. Tell me, as, you, as you've kind of gotten into this, we're talking to Michael Broder, uh, who is the author of the book, The Art of Single, Living Single, The Art of Staying Together. And, um, and but, actually, my new book, my new book where, where I take it a step further, which is out now, which is out everywhere, and uh, is called Stage Climbing, The Shortest Path to Your Highest Potential. Hmm. And it's got a lot of different areas of life to apply this particular technique to. But uh, the one that, that um, seems to uh, be gaining the most traction um, is the relationship application to it, yeah. where uh, I define categories of relationships by the level of maturity that you get into them with, either you or your partner. Huh. And when you, uh, because some people get into very infantile relationships uh, that are based on dependency, mm. you know, kind of like infants are, or... Right. Or, or, or like toddlers, or you need to uh, fix where, them. You, where one is dominating the other one. You right. might have you might have fun and so forth, kind of the way toddlers do. But there isn't very much caring for each other, or or a relationship just based on 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 rules and stereotypes and cliches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who works, who who does this, who does that. 
uh, or, or, or a very adolescent relationship, which would be where partners look to their their look to each other as a source of validation, mm-hmm. kind of the way we do in adolescence. It's what adolescent is. So it's kind of like stage theories where we, we've developed to a certain stage and we might bring that stage to the relationship or the lack of some development to the relationship, and then that's how we relate. And what I try to get people to do is, is if you're going to be in a relationship uh, go to what I call the target stages, where you're really operating on passion and choice yeah. and benevolence. And, and uh, sure, I mean, you're still fulfilling all those other roles, but you're operating by choice. You're not beating the relationship like a dead horse yeah. to get something out of it that's not there. Well, yeah, and, using... and, and, and that is where so many people... So many people find disappointments, uh, oh, particularly when they're getting out of one marriage and going right into another one. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Michael. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're talking with Michael Broder, uh, the author of The Art of Living Single and uh, Stage Climbing, two of his books there. We'll be back, and when we come back, we're going to get into some tools, some real-life solutions for uh, how to live on your own and still maintain a healthy Life. You're listening to the Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. We'll dress for success as we try out the newest spacesuit designs. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. With spring fashions on the way, NASA looked into its closet and noticed that spacesuit designs hadn't evolved much since the last space shuttle program. Now that we're thinking about walking in deep space as well as the surface of Mars or an asteroid, it's time for newer and better suit designs. And the first prototype on our runway is the Z-1. This little number features a one-piece torso design with many rigid ball-bearing joints combined with softer, flexible fabric sections to allow lots of bending and reaching, as well as easy walking while pressurized. The stylish bubble helmet gives panoramic vision. Top it all off with an easy care entry hatch on the back to let you dock a dirty suit to the outside of a rover or spacecraft and get in from the cold and vacuum without needing an airlock. The handy go anywhere life support backpack replaces bothersome lithium filter cartridges with a full-time self-renewing CO2 scrubber that runs as long as you want to. As the Z1 proves out these concepts, they'll be added to NASA's next generation of go anywhere spacesuits. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Ciao, Bella. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Here's a show for you deep thinkers, seekers of new ideas and constant learners. It's called Thinking Aloud. You can join host Marcus Smith to hear thoughtful interviews from guests. And with each new show, you can leave more inspired, enlightened, and educated. Tune in weekdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern and 8.30 p.m. Eastern for Thinking Aloud. Here on 143 BYU Radio, talk about good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking about The Art of Living Single. That is a book 
put together uh, by Michael Broder, who's a Ph.D., a psychologist, an expert in cognitive behavioral therapy. He's also an executive coach and an author. He has also written some other books. One out right now that's uh, really taken off is called Stage Climbing. Uh, another book he's written is called The Art of Staying Together. You can find Dr. Broder at Dr. Michael Broder, B-R-O-D-E-R, drmichaelbroder.com, and uh, you can get right to his books and all of that. So, Dr. Broder, welcome back with us here. Great to be here, man. Now, fill me in because... Um, Give me start filling us in on some of the tips. So if 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 you're a single person out there and you want to make sure that you're growing, I mean there's got to be value and benefit to growing with other people, you know, if we're if we're in a healthy state, but how do we keep growing as a single and make sure we're still progressing, we're still developmentally getting stronger and and not basically becoming an impediment to long-term relationships if we wanted one. Well, first of all, for it, the first thing that is really essential to do is to get rid of all of the things you tell yourself that are negative about yourself in that lifestyle. So uh, uh, I, I, would, I would ask your, your listeners to think about uh, what do you tell yourself, for example, uh, about Valentine's Day, if you're not in a relationship. I get people yeah. in my practice, and I get people writing me letters all the time telling me about how hard Valentine's Day is. They, they or call New it Year's Eve or Single Awareness birthday, Day. Their birthday or, or uh, you know, the, the uh, Christmas holidays, so forth. Yeah. And what I, uh, what I suggest that people do, and, and uh, uh, you know, if you... If, if, if you want to, if you want to get rid of that, of that particular uh, fear, uh, once and for all, is do what you would exactly what you would do if you were in a relationship, but only uh, allow yourself to have an evening where you uh, get yourself some champagne, maybe go to a great restaurant yourself, mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, 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 watch a movie or go to the ballet or whatever you would like to be doing. And I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be uh, the best uh, uh, New Year's Eve or Valentine's Day or whatever, or your birthday of your life, but you're not going to fear it. In other words, face it head on. So some of and, these things that we say that singles might be saying to themselves, the, some of these ideas are, are ideas that are more based in their fears. And you're saying, go face a, it, go face, face it, go attack these concerns or these fears instead of just making up a, you know, a great excuse as to why you don't do it. Exactly, you exactly, Matt. You know, the 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 best way to knock off a fear is by using a technique that we call exposure, hmm. which is to to uh, literally expose yourself to exactly what it is you're fearing. And what you're, if what you're fearing is uh, being alone on certain times, be defiant and, and, and get out there and do it and, and let yourself uh, understand once and for all that you will survive it. And then you, you're not going to fear it anymore. Right. And then start to... Start to give yourself 
once again uh, the 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 kind of support that you want somebody that uh, you're involved with uh, uh, to have. You want you want uh, uh, someone, for example, uh, you want a, re- a relationship where somebody is going to uh, go away with you for a weekend and uh, uh, do a lot of the things that you enjoy doing. Take yourself away. Enjoy, oh, enjoy your, 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 enjoy that solitude. And one of the things that's going to happen is that you're going to, you're going to meet people. When you're looking, when you're, when you're confident and self-assured, uh, you're going to draw people like a magnet. Oh, totally. When you're looking needy, uh, People are going to, uh, you know, the, the bloodhound and people are going to smell that a mile away. Yeah, well, and, and subconsciously scare them away because <laughs> you're like, and, oh, right. wow, that's they're exactly too needy. Right. Yeah. If that I had is, a lady today, Dr. Broder, in my office today who's, who's scared to death to divorce her husband and is, is scared to death to stay with him. Uh-huh. And she won't leave him, but she'll just complain about him, and he's the bane of her existence. And yet, so I just said, so so if if you left him, or if he left you, if we just had to because you found something out and he was having affairs and you just had to leave him, what would you go do? And she had no idea. And And who would you go be? And what would your hobby be? And she's like, after 20 years, I don't even know who I am. And I'm like, That's exactly. Right. And so let's go work on that. She is extremely, extremely uh, typical for for somebody in that stage of life. Yeah. And uh, and and what I would uh, uh, what I would say to her, which I'm I'm sure I'm sure that you're working with her in yeah. the, in this capacity, which is consider this a great gift. You know. Uh, uh, our grandparents uh, uh, were, you know, that generation, when they were in bad marriages, they just uh, at some point put a night table in the middle of the two uh, uh, beds yeah, exactly. and, 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 and became roommates. Uh, you have the, cho- the chance now to really reconnect with your passion, uh, which is, which is uh, the, the focus of uh, uh, my new book, Stage Climbing, The Shortest Path to Your Highest Potential, hmm. to to connect with your passion and to uh, redefine who you are and to throw out all the other assumptions that may be so obsolete. And, and now you have the opportunity to get it right and to, and to uh, uh, not only to do that, but to really enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, you know, and, and the other thing, too, is uh, a lot of people who are in her situation, when they think of the relationship, they think of the, uh, there could be three good times in 25 years, but that's what they think of. Exactly, yeah. Uh, think, about the, uh, think about the relationship as it really is, not the romanticized version of it. Uh-huh. Because um, that's it. We, know, we do that as singles. The, the singles, they start to create this imagery, this sense of romanticism, this, I, this concept that it will be full of joy and peace with unicorns and butterflies. <laughs> and the reality is, you know, yeah, the, the, she's got a migraine and he's got irritable bowel and everybody's upset. I mean, it's, it's still life, right? There's still a life side of all of this. It's real. 
that's 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 exactly right. I mean, I, I had somebody who was uh, who was in a real funk over the holidays, uh, uh, talking about uh, these wonderful Christmases that they spent together and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I said, uh, "Okay, now you're telling me about the best." Uh, I gave her some homework. I said, "Write out." Write out a full description of the worst Christmas you ever had. <laughs> and she came in. She came in the next week, and she said, uh, "Oh my God! Thank God I'm out of that relationship." Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thank God I'm out of that relationship. So it's it it's about your thinking, and it's about doing what you need to do to 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 be beyond this vulnerability that underlies so many bad relationships you I know, love where that. you're stuck but then you're but you, you know you're feeling stuck and you're really not stuck you're mm-hmm. really not stuck because you can you can change that perception anytime you want I, I think that's true. And you're, the only thing you're stuck by is your perception, your thinking, and, and how you're framing issues and what you're seeing. Just like your earlier example, the person that walks in the room and sees only you know, ugly singles that he'd never want to date. I've, I've actually had somebody tell me that. Uh, there's no one in this room I'd ever want to date. Well, that's in you. That's in your head, and that's in, uh, it's, in, it's in how you see it. Um, tell me this. We have about a minute before we need to take a break, Dr. Broder. What, um, it seems like it's the head that is the biggest impediment to any of us, whether it's our single life or our married life, but the head, our thinking pattern, is the impediment of our relationship problems, isn't it? Exactly. This is, this is exactly, uh, uh, exactly uh, correct. Uh, when, you know, people, uh, people say my relationship is ending, there is always this, oh my God, that's awful, that's terrible, okay? Uh, or you could say, uh, oh my God, this is wonderful because I am, I am now going to uh, have the life that I wasn't able to have when I was in this bad relationship. Yeah. And you can choose your attitude. You're not stuck with an attitude that, that doesn't work. I agree. And, 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 and the other thing is avoid people who are going to pull you down yeah. with that. Well, because okay? they'll just keep fostering it, right? They'll keep festering this wound and, and throwing more yeah. on it. Even if they mean well by just giving yeah. you sympathy, a lot of sympathy. Sympathy is saying, oh, yes, you are a victim. You are dysfunctional. No, you, what you right. need is you need people that are going to encourage you to really get out there right. and, and turn your life around because you have a golden opportunity to do that. Good stuff. Putting the right people around you is just as important as a single, as a married, or your family. So let's take a break. We're talking to Dr. Michael Broder. You can find him at drmichaelbroder.com. We are discussing the art of living single in a healthier way. We'll be back right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. KBYU FM HD2 Provo. Isn't it time for a little good on your Twitter feed? Follow us at BYU Radio to stay connected with BYU Radio hosts, to keep updated about your favorite shows, and to stay current on Cougar sports. Just follow BYU Radio on Twitter and keep talking about good. And thanks for listening to us here at BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. 
This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. The Senate will not attempt to renew the ban on assault weapons as part of their new gun control bill. The ban would have barred the sale of over 160 types of assault-style weapons. A tragic explosion at a Nevada military depot has left seven Marines dead and seven more wounded. Officials say investigations are still underway to discover what set the munitions off. The Statue of Liberty is reopening for the first time since it suffered significant damage during Hurricane Sandy. The National Park Service says the public will be welcomed back to Ellis Island on July 4th. NASA officials are warning if a meteor similar to the 55-foot one that hit Russia earlier this year were to hit the U.S., the best we could do is pray. Currently, NASA is unable to track small meteors far away enough from Earth to be able to do anything about it. FBI officials say they know who pulled off one of the biggest art heists in history. The two men, who have not been publicly identified, made off with $500 million worth of fine art from a Boston museum in 1990. In world news, accusations are flying in Syria about whether the regime or opposition forces used a chemical weapon. One Reuters source described a hospital filled with women and children struggling to breathe as a result. Pope Francis led his inaugural Mass today in front of over one million Catholic pilgrims. One big name in attendance was Joe Biden. Francis is the 266th leader of the Catholic Church. Malala Yousafzai is back in school for the first time today since a Taliban assassin shot her last October. She was targeted for being an outspoken supporter of women's education in Pakistan. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today we are talking about living single, having a healthier life, finding some strategies, some tools to give you a leg up in your life, wherever you are. Remember, um, having a status of being single or the status of being married does not make you happy either way. Uh, The minute you're putting too much into your status, then you're probably missing the point. We're talking here with Michael Broder, Michael Broder, who is a PhD. He is a psychologist. He's a cognitive behavioral therapist. He's an executive coach and the author of the book, The Art of Living Single, The Art of Staying Together and Stage Climbing, all of which can be found on Amazon.com or you can go to his website at drmichaelbroder.com. And uh, Dr. Broder, welcome back to the show. Great to be here. It's good to have you. It's, I mean, the the idea of um, that we've been kind of talking about about being being a single. A lot of it is, or being married, or just living on this earth is a state of mind, and what we do with it, and how we use our mind, and how we exercise our our agency and our choices, especially in our choices and what we perceive and how we see things. Um, it might be a, uh, make a huge difference. Give us some more tools, some more ideas for those out there living the single life. What are some more things we should be watching out for? Well, okay. Uh, the the other the other uh, uh, piece the other piece of it is um, has to do with with the usual suspects that you might meet in terms of other 
uh, potential other relationships. Mm. Okay, and and uh, once again, uh, the goal is for you to feel good enough about yourself as a single, so that you are you have an, a very sensitive antenna up there. And when you meet someone, uh, try to forget for a minute about how you feel about him or her. The question is, how do you feel about yourself when you're with that person? Oh, I love that. Because really, we get caught up in like all of this yummy, oh, I, I love him so much, he's so cute. But you're saying the question that matters is how do you feel about you when you're with this person that, exactly. that that you want to commit yourself to? Exactly, because when you stop and think about it, when you're when you're in a bad relationship, you're probably not feeling very good about yourself mm-hmm. uh, to the extent that you're that you're uh, connected to this relationship. And, uh, you know, when you're, uh, when, you're, when you're with the other person, when you're interacting with the other person, and w- when, you can, when you can feel good about yourself uh, with, with solitude, uh, that is going to be an unmistakable uh, barometer that right. you'll be able to uh, uh, pick up right away. And uh, the other the other piece of it is the other thing is that that uh, uh, many people when they when they when they meet someone the the question is okay uh, is there any reason why I can't be involved with this person rather than looking for looking at it more proactively? I so and, true. <laughs> so it's. The way, the way you get around that is to uh, kind of think of it. Uh, th- those of you, for, for instance, who are are uh, employers or who are in a position to uh, hire people at work, uh, you wouldn't think of hiring the first person that went through the door, even if they had. Uh, a couple of things that that were okay, but we're missing uh, many other things that you need for someone to do the job. You wouldn't think of hiring somebody like that. Uh, you would keep uh, interviewing people until you had somebody you were really comfortable right, with. Right, exactly. Well, it's kind of the same situation about that when you're looking for a potential life partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you you certainly want to get to know somebody uh, before making a judgment uh, a, a, yeah. a little bit. I mean, you know, don't go by uh, oh well, you know, I uh, I've never had luck with uh, people with brown eyes. Uh, he has brown eyes. Forget about it. Or uh, uh, doesn't cut cut the fingernails well enough. Or uh, I, I don't know. No, you're just I mean, finding reasons to get rid of. In fact, it reminds me of something, Doc. Um, the Okay, as, as when you get your doctorate and you're doing these studies with dissertations, you, you're trying to sometimes include as many people as you can in the study. So you you kind of want a really broad inclusionary criteria. But what I've noticed right. with singles is a lot of times they're doing everything they can to eliminate people. 
Is that what you're yeah. saying? And and they're literally they're finding the fastest, craziest, quickest way to get people off their plate instead of almost letting some things in for a while and see if, you know, there's still other great tr- attributes or traits that that might be beneficial that if we throw the baby out with the bathwater, we might miss it all. Well, uh, or they either do that or they do the opposite. Which, and they go too long. Which is to um, uh, meet somebody and and uh, there's sign after sign after sign that this isn't yeah. right, but they still try to try to uh, 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 make it right because they want a relationship so badly. Right. Uh, and, and uh, you know, what is the way around the way around that is to uh you know you can kind of make yourself up a a uh a list of categories there will be some people where there will be no attraction at all i mean two ships passing in the night sure there'll be people like that there will be some people where uh you'll be you might be a little attracted to them and uh you don't get much back well okay that's the way it goes uh, or the opposite, uh, you don't have much attraction to them, but they they have uh, attraction to you. Right. Uh, well, chances are that's not going to work either yeah. in the long run. It's uh, kind of like knowing might, when to hold them and when to fold them. Seems like the hard know thing. Know when to hold them, when to fold them. You're going to meet people where maybe maybe there can be a friendship. Maybe there can be a friendship. Maybe. You'll meet someone yeah, through them more appropriate through them, right? Right. right. That's another. Or and, and and eventually, eventually, you're going to meet somebody where there is enough uh, mutual chemistry to uh, uh, to get a, a relationship started. What, what do you think about that? Do you think singles are more prone? Um, maybe just because of the environment that they might be more prone to just have more disposable relationships. Do you think that? You know, it just seems like because if you're meeting a lot of people, you might be turning them over really faster than normal. You might be like, I I don't feel like I have a lot of disposable people in my life or like people that, you know, I mean, I guess I do professionally that people that I might only see once or meet once, but it seems like in my personal life, I have a lot of people that are around for a while. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you get a feeling that singles might be turning some of these people too fast? Well, that certainly does happen, and I think that a lot of the the uh, online dating services, for example, where where you uh, uh, fill out something and you uh, you wind up getting. Uh, 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 150 responses. Uh, you, uh, you know, there there becomes this illusion that there's an abundance of people, and okay, now I'm going to have every single thing I want down to the um, uh, down yeah. to the the degree, down to uh, let's see, I I. I, I I want somebody with children. I don't want somebody with children. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a mail order, like you're ordering a. Yeah, it's like you're ordering a doll. Exactly. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. And and it's build a bear. And, and, and you're building a bear. <laughs> and 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 that's the that's the 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 way uh you know, that's another trap to uh uh to get yourself uh uh involved in. Uh to uh, which is either Create, you know, it's about creating situations that 
that really don't mesh with reality. Uh, the, what you want to do, what you really want to do instead is have fun, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Uh, go out, don't go out to meet people, go out to, to, to have fun, uh, to enjoy yourself, to, to maybe talk to people, to, um, uh, maybe even meet some same sex friends who, yeah. who, uh, can become, uh, uh, friends or nice resources for you. Yeah, buddies and people that can give you some feedback and people that can line you up with people and yeah. I mean it's it's it almost seems like that how huh? that sometimes when we go single we kind of end up losing some other friends. We we quit being the person we want to be. We 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 keep hoping that someday we'll eventually throw our lives back together once we have someone in it. Um but you're really more saying you got to have a life in order to attract a life. And, 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 and to add on to that, uh, stop living in transition as if you're in a transitionary period. Mm. Uh, you know, someone that I had interviewed, I had interviewed a lot of singles when I wrote The Art of Living Single, and there was one person that I interviewed who uh, had split up with her, her uh, husband literally 11 years before. Uh. Uh, she got herself an apartment. And she never really unpacked. Well, why would you? You're going to get married someday. Uh, she was she was thinking in terms of it being uh, temporary. Either she would go back with him, or she would meet somebody else. And uh, you know what I what I uh, uh, had her do. I said, you know, let's uh, try an attitude on for a little while. Uh, pretend you're going to be you're going to be single for twenty years, okay? Yeah. Uh, what would you do? Well, I unpack my bags. I do this. I do that. Uh, she went home and did that, and uh, once she was able to adjust, uh, adjust that attitude, uh, she she actually did meet somebody. Yeah. But but it, it it had to do with having the comfort with yourself because when you're not comfortable with yourself. That is very difficult to to hide. I mean, you, it, it's a pretty transparent thing that people can see. They may not be able to put words to it, right? But they feel it. But they'll feel it, and and you're not going to look as attractive. No, I totally agree. Yeah, you're not you're not a great attractor. We are. Uh, let's uh, Michael Broder, Doctor Michael Broder is the author of the book we've been talking about here, The Art of Living Single. And Dr. Broder, they can go to your website, drmichaelbroder.com, and they, they can buy your books there, but there's also, you've got a blog, you've got a lot of great information on there. Oh, thank you. And by the way, there's another uh, website I just want to tell you about, uh, stageclimbing.com, one word, yep. uh, just like it sounds, stageclimbing.com, uh, the the website for my newest book. Uh, I have uh, something on there that your listeners uh, uh, might enjoy that they can download for free, and it's called a calibration, where you can look at any area of your life and see what degree of maturity you're living it at. And, okay. You know, you can apply this to your career. You can apply it to your spirituality, parenting skills but certainly to relationships and to your relationship attitude. That's great. And 
And what I, I, I want people to do is um, look at this. You're going to... You're go- you're you're going to want to be thinking about what's going to get you up into stages six and seven, and that's where you're living according to your own unique values and to your and and your passions. And when you meet a when you meet someone from that uh, what I call target stage, uh, the relationship is uh, going to be the one you want. You're going to be able to see through all the minor all the minor pettiness, and you're going to be able to connect on the level that you want to connect on. And they can go to stageclimbing.com, and they can kind of start going through those stages on that site. They can go through the stages, and uh, they can also, uh, uh, you can also order the book from there. Perfect. Uh, there's also a, a, uh, an audio version of it, which, uh, uh, which has a... Uh, uh, 188-page workbook that where they can uh, where you, where you can where you can work through uh, what I call the hooks to all of your lower stages. Awesome. And if you're if you're looking to make yourself psychologically available for a relationship, that's that the way to do. It. Getting rid of the obstacles. Yeah. Because hey. once you get rid of the obstacles, you're going to find what you want organically. That's it. Got to go, Dr. Dr. Michael Broder. You can pick that up at stageclimbing.com. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Broder. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back right after this to wrap up the show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. What do you tell your dry cleaner when you bring them your solar-powered clothing? This is Innovation Now bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. The sun gives away for free between 3 and 6 kilowatt hours per day per square meter. That's what makes solar power so tempting and what drives people to keep inventing and perfecting ways to harness that free energy. But solar cells are hard and brittle and expensive. What if we could make a solar power fabric? University of Maryland researchers thought of a novel way to make that happen. They altered the formula for making optical fibers and created an optical fiber that is also photovoltaic, solar energy collecting fiber optics. Being a flexible fiber, these solar collectors could be woven into flexible cloth. A suit made of that cloth could gather enough juice to power all the modern tech toys an average person may carry. Such fibers are also able to detect laser radiation, so solar clothing might also link to your personal cell phone using power and data picked up by your coat. A soldier wearing it could be warned of a target laser shining on him, even if it wasn't visible. If you have grant money, they're still working on getting those shoes to match. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're wrapping up the show uh, that we've been talking about single life. You're not a bunch of crazy loons out there in Singleville. You are incredibly important. You're humans, for heaven's sakes, And it's humans that are single, and it's humans that get married. And so let's be better humans as part of the game. But before we do that, uh, and we wrap up the show, 
We're going to play a little game here. Rob, what is the game we're playing? Ish. It's kind we're of going game. to make fun of the Internet for contradictory advice. Okay, excellent. I, uh, from an unnamed advice website. For singles. You can see the, the name there. I think it's not necessarily for singles. Oh, okay, yeah. No, we won't even name the name because we'll that's a the name. very big It's a It's a reputable group. thing. Two articles. Same site. That look exactly the same as to reasons to stay single and this other one in my other hand, reasons to get married. Okay. Let's go. So what do you want first, married or single? I'm married, so let's do single. Okay, reasons to stay <laughs> single. Your career will benefit. My career will benefit? Yeah. How? Well, if a guy's trying to you know, climb the ladder, get oh, you better and better jobs, hours? you can stay late at the office and not jeopardize your home life. Okay. Does that have a correlation when you're married? Reasons to get married, marriage increases your earning power. So you have to work longer as a single guy just to earn more. Or you could just get married. Well, they also mentioned, too, that when you're married, especially if you have a spouse who also is in a career, you can split Double your income. the costs of yeah. purchases. So yeah. where you might not have been able to afford a, yeah, you know. It's called synergy. TV that was big. With a remote. 85 inches. Wow. If you split that, that's like buying a TV that's 40 inches. Yeah. And suddenly, that's more in your earning power, right? Plus, you have a man cave because you have an 85-inch television. What else do you need? Popcorn. <laughs> we need some popcorn. What are some other uh, – give me another single benefit. Well, to reasons to say single, you'll be healthier. Really? Because they're not really – I thought married people were healthier. Well, that's what's funny, too. It's also on that list. You'll be uh... – I think married people are healthier, aren't they? Aren't you married? Mar- marriage, <laughs> marriage will make you live longer. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, so, but I pass. We pass our germs around, and we have kids, and so I have six, seven times the amount of opportunity for germs that you all have. Uh, so you'd be healthier if you didn't have all the germs at home. But on the flip side, your immune system would be weaker. It would be a lot weaker. But plus, when um, who would bring me chicken noodle soup when I'm sick? If I was single, I'd have to call it in. I'd yeah. have to call in the guy to bring, I'd bring it to you, Matt. Would you, Skyboy? I would. See, I like you again. <laughs> I like you. That's why you can't. You got to stay single so you can bring me soup. I can bring you your soup. Soup boy will call you. What else we got there, Robbie? If you're married, it prevents you or reduces the chance that you're going to die alone. Well, yeah, someone's going to be around you statistically. Yeah, I mean, because if it's not your spouse, yeah. if they, they pass on before you, odds are you probably had kids. Yeah. And they probably had kids. Yeah. And they probably married into families and. So you have all these in-laws. And- See, that means somebody will take care of you. You'll have somebody to clean up after you when you're old. And that's what I keep telling my kids. And they're like, nope, probably not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, Dad. I think we're going to leave you in a hefty back on the side of the curb. I think you've got a, at least a one in six shot. I do. I have a daughter that would do it. She'd care for you Well, she, your old age? Yeah, it depends. It's, it's a big deal. That's not a guarantee either, right? But when you're single, I guess you'd, you could have a roommate. Well, it says here you can enjoy your personal space. So while the downside of that is that you die alone, the upside is you can live alone too. That's And that could be good. So but, you, you don't have to put your name on the food in the fridge. Be like, dads, yeah. don't touch. Yeah, we do that at our house. And how, how, how well do your kids respect that? They respect it, but they don't. I don't ever put mine in there. 
because I, I eat my. I've learned that if I want it, I've got to eat it outside of the house. Do you guys Dad really put his, your names on? Food? My kids like will put like if they get a pop or a soda, oh, okay. they'll put their name on the soda. Like, don't touch my Fanta. Right. Yeah. So Dad has learned that he takes his lunch and leaves it out in the garage for the kids. Won't I actually it. will just park in the garage and eat it there yes. until my kids come out, and then I lock my car, and then I eat it till I'm done, and then I go in. That's a family moment by Matt Townsend. What else you got it for us? Anything else, Rob? You never need to make plans for two if you're single. Say impromptu trip, you decide, I'm going to go down and see the Grand Canyon this weekend. Let's do it. That's true. You that don't is have to call nice. anybody. You just well, do that's it. true because I'm doing a trip in another week and we're taking our kids and we're already planning it because we've got to get everything washed and cleaned and ready. Uh. But see, that's kind of a kid thing. But my wife and I, we just went to Hawaii, and you know what? It was better to be with her on the beach than to be alone. Exactly. That's the other thing is uh, what fun is going to go see the no. Empire State Building if there's nobody to be like, hey, but you know that what? was cool. That's right. And, but everyone's not going to get married, you know, and everyone's not – some don't want to, and everyone's – so being single is a good thing. You can, you can make it work, and I, I really appreciated Dr. Broder's – Advice. Um, I have – when I teach my singles classes, I have a little bit of advice that I give all of them that my job in the class is never to teach them how to get married. Marriage is like a byproduct of healthy relating, right? So if we can make our relationships work and if we can be an effective member of a relationship, it just increases the likelihood that you're going to get married. But again, the goal should probably not be marriage. The goal should be being a healthy human who knows how to relate to others. And um, I call that attractive, right? So when all of a sudden you're hanging around with a bunch of people that are healthy, that feel good about themselves, that have self-esteem, that have self-worth, they have hobbies, they have, they're effective at what they do, they get, you know, they're, they've got a job and they, they're passionate about what they're doing, all of those things become attractive. And when you have somebody that isn't, that's angry, that's frustrated and ticked off and wondering why on earth life has been so unfair to them, it's not as attractive. So one of my challenges I'm going to leave all of you as we're, as we're wrapping up today is are you the kind of person, if you're out there single, what kind of person are you attracting? What is it about you that is so attractive? Is it your passion about life? Is it that you get stuff done? Is it that you're, um, you have character and that you have integrity? Can you make a promise and keep it? Do you know that uh, you're growing and improving in your day-to-day life? Are you seeing changes? Are you balanced as a person physically, socially, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially? Have you got your act together? Because if not, why on earth would anybody be attracted? And... Um, no, you don't have to be perfect. It's not about perfection. It's about, I guess, simply, do you know and do you have the self-awareness to know where you're strong and where you're not so strong? Are you getting the feedback from people? Do you have friends? One of the things, if I think if I was ever dating again, heaven forbid something happened to my wife, I would really want to know who my this person that I'm that I was dating. I'd want to know their friends. I'd want to see what their family says. I have a person close to me that when they were getting married, um, that their mother made sure to call everybody in the family that uh, that of the family this person was marrying into and say, "No, seriously, do you guys have any idea what you're getting into here?" And like one by one, she just wanted it clear, like kind of like buyer beware. This person that's marrying in does not really have their act together. So do you really know what you're getting into? That's a big deal. Um, Does your family 
uh, are, the, are your family integrated with these people around you? We don't need to get married in a hurry. We don't need to uh, be married just simply to have the title. To make a relationship truly last, I believe sincerely we have to have enough character to know that we um, that we have the stick to the integrity, the ability to feel a reaction and not react. We also have to have the competency. So are you out there trying to become a more competent person? Um, do you already have really good and effective relationships with everybody around you? Those are some keys I'd be watching for. I'd also, if you want more information, go to matttownsend.com where you can read more and get more information about everything I do. Or you can just stick with us. We'll be back every day to give you more tools and ideas right here on The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. 